He's making a. He's he's not waiting till Monday. <laughs> oh my god! Jerry, oh no! Jerry, <laughs> he is completely <laughs> caught in the blinds and like was momentarily suspended within them. It seems like he's uh, boycotting something or he's like, he's taking a stance here. He doesn't want to leave. He just, the thing is, is that every time that he does this in the window, I think he sees something Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's literally just like garbage in the wind. (laughs) Gets my attention too, to be fair. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a 35 year old man. (laughs) I would would stop. Welcome to Wrestlesplania, the podcast where Kath Barbadoro, a wrestling enthusiast, introduces wrestling to me, Rachel Millman, a new fan. Hey, man. Hey, dude. What's up? I'm super pumped because uh, we're recording this on the afternoon before Lost in New York, and we're both wearing ridiculous prints. Yeah, and so we, I feel both like we're have, ready. Like, we both have fanny packs prepped, Yep, which yep. has me really excited. Thank you for lending me uh, the one that says sports on it in big letters. Thank uh, our friend Alex Arbuckle for finding a ton of them and just buying all of them. He just so knew. everybody could have everyone a, a fanny pack that said sports. Because <laughs> it's really good. That is a good friend. He's a wonderful friend and he's a wonderful man. And he I don't I don't think he's into wrestling. Maybe he he's is. not, but he did have a really good wrestling tweet the other day, which was uh, every year every high school should get all the jocks and all the theater kids together to put on a WrestleMania at the end of the school year. <laughs> I thought that was very cute. It was very cute. <laughs> Uh, and we have a guest today. We have a very special guest today. We have today. a wonderful guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, Bryce Remsberg is here. Oh, you don't know if I'm wonderful yet. I could be a real clunker. A real, <laughs> a real, real, stinker. real piece of stink. A real, a real piece, piece of stink. Our first dud guest, I, Bryce I, Remsberg, is here. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Enjoy Lost in New York. Uh, <laughs> I could have brought my Don't Have a Cowman Bart Simpson fanny pack from 1991, I want to say. I could have oh brought, God. had I known I would, we were doing fanny packs. I would put that in like a waterproof, fireproof. <laughs> Lockbox with my passport and my birth certificate. Not even like that's like you can replace those other. That's true. That's a good point. Can't like. Don't let me know where you live because I okay, wanna, I won't. If you like, I I'm a nice person, but I want to steal that. That's from fair. You. Okay. If you ever need like emergency money, just come back up here to New York. <laughs> go to a consignment shop in, in the Bushwick, morning, yeah. and you, they will Please. buy that from you for hundreds of dollars. I would put it on eBay or like Depop or something. Yeah, what's Depop? Depop is that, a, is that like, a kind of music like K-pop is Korean? Let me guess. Deep, Depop is Danish pop. Danish pop. I Ooh. wish it was Danish pop. So like, you know how everything is disrupted now yes and there's like uh, my favorite version of that is again another tweet that's like every six weeks a silicon valley guy accidentally reinvents the concept (laughs) of a city bus um but basically there's all sorts of consignment apps now and depop is one of them thank goodness that exists i know who has the time to go to consignment stores well we also i mean it's actually it's a disruption that kind of makes a little bit of sense to me okay. in terms of like, oh, yeah, you know, if people curate a wardrobe and they want to sell it. My big issue with it is that nearly everybody on all of those consignment apps are um, on the itty bitty titty committee. And yeah, I can never find oh, someone. I'm not. I just, ser- oh. I just thought it was a bust. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's about bust, I guess. Yeah, it's, bust. It's, it's a bust. <laughs> I search by like my bra size because okay. like usually people who are of that like chest size or okay. just like oh yeah I know I need to put this in here so other people can know people it'll can fit that. I feel like everyone who sells on there is like a uh, size zero YouTube uh, beauty mm. guru. Like yep. that's who sells all their stuff on there. Have or like you, hot Instagram ladies. Have uh, you bought something that you know doesn't fit you but you can't resist? Like you can't pass it up? Uh, there's been a couple things I've purchased from there where I was like, this is going to be a stretch in the shoulders mm-hmm. and I made it work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I have a, actually I bought it in Brooklyn. It's a, it says the, it's the outfield, the band from the oh, 80s. Hell yeah. Okay. And on the back it just says play deep, <laughs> which was one of their albums. I, I came what? to learn and it was like a large, I was like, I don't care. It's $5. I'm getting this. Yeah. And I sleep play in it. Deep. I sleep in it. Play deep, which is good <laughs> life advice too. Yeah. That's, uh, I love a big, that's like, cause I don't really wear, uh, Wrestling shirts again because of boobs. I Wait, like you don't wear bl- you don't want to wear black shirts with uh, the Bullet Club on it. You don't want with the you don't you, you don't wear da- you don't wear dandruff speckled Bullet Club shirt. Oh, that's not right. That's not nice. I did, I'm not thinking of dandruff. I did the PWT's grab bag thing recently. Ooh, okay. Um, oh yeah, you got you got a was, really good one. It was really worth the money to have a T-shirt oh, of Cody. Wow. 
wearing uh, Cody on the Game of Thrones yeah. throne made out of guns. <laughs> do, you, do you get to pick the size? Or they're just like, yeah, here you, you go! You pick the size. I okay. feel like they should have a discount on, like, Wait, so you the, don't even pick the size. Well, so there the were, there were extra ones of those laying around? That's weird. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. It's odd that that worked out for me. Yeah. Shocker. Worked yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you been to the store? Have you been to the store in Chicago? No. no. It's pretty crazy. I want to go to the store just because I feel like it's like a wrestling mecca thing that you gotta do. It will be do. an interesting cringe mecca. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love looking at bad shirts on there. It makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But that's, I like to get them really big so that I can buy like a stupid one yep. and it's like funny and then I can sleep. Pop them sleeves off. I mean, exactly. we've <laughs> talked before breathe. about people who we think have really good, good shirts. Yeah. Like Orange Cassidy, I oh, think. Yeah. He I might. gotta buy another one for another West Coast person today. You gotta get yeah. a white and I'm a black like, and the tank and the V. And the I want the tank, I think. Yeah. I have the t-shirt. But what's really notable about it is it's soft. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a soft shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greg has a great shirt mm-hmm. made by our West Coast producer. Yeah. Well, uh, our guest Bryce has wonderful shirts. I, I love Bryce's shirt. No I have black a shirts. Bryce's. That's okay. That's okay. I wanted to ask you about that because I feel like you're the only ref I know with merch. Yeah, I felt really weird about it. No, Do, but you're like a like no, I know, beloved I know. personality. I, I, I felt weird about it for a long time, and then a bunch of people asked if I had shirts, and I was like, no, maybe I'm leaving money on the table. And then someone, her name is Yolanda, she is helps out with merch at Chikara. She's great. Uh, she went and designed. She's like, here, I designed this for you, Hell and it's yeah. the the Price Is Right one. And I was like, oh wait, I don't have to do any work. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's done. Here, just you know, uh, you know, I do the design. I'll you know, pay me this for the first batch and we we're off to the races. So Hell yeah, yeah. that had, was really nice of her. She's great. She's shout great. out to Yolanda. Shout big shout out to Yolanda. She's <laughs> the best. Uh, and then I made a, um, uh, uh, what's, what's obey? Shepherd fairy. Oh yep. yeah. Uh, like obey the referee, another lame, uh, cover of something. Cause I don't have any original ideas, uh, because <laughs> for pro wrestling tees, yeah. uh, Yolanda owned that design. So I needed to come up with a new one. Mm. And my wife and I's save the dates were just our face save, like my face save That's her face cute. date. Yes. I was very proud of this. I was very proud of that. That's cute. So I just had my buddy that made them just save swap obey back in and uh, voila, I owned a design that I kind of already owned. <laughs> and then the newest one is the Andy Kaufman, the uh, um, referee champion of the world, and the same, and the fun. And then the, really the printing dudes were like, I can make the ink puff like 1982. And I was like, yes, oh, do sweet. that. Oh, that's awesome. And soft style all the way, I agree. I yeah. will never buy a thick, real dog mm-hmm. t-shirt. No, no way. Yeah, no way. I spent the extra four bucks for my horrible knife pervert t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, is I don't buy Dustin said? Is that something Dustin or Greg said? That was something that Greg said. He says said. pervert a lot. They he both says say pervert, pervert a, lot. a lot. He called, um, I couldn't think of his real name for two seconds, Jay White, the knife pervert. Okay. And then Jay White, I feel like... Wait, he, his real name isn't the knife pervert? That's I feel like he kind of derailed Jay, White, Jay White's career for six months Ooh, accidentally okay, by okay. calling him knife pervert because we've all been... A lot Everybody of people just called him that. Greg, Greg came over to my house once at a New Year's <laughs> Day party and only talked to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not. It's okay. It was like my friends from high school, my friends from college, and then like they all, all those like. I was like, there's a bunch of food over here. Come over and eat food. And uh, and and Orange Casty and Dustin came, and and Greg came along, and he didn't say a word anyway. He just pet my dog and hung out. And I was like, all right. We didn't even have the to dog ask wasn't getting for a Greg fact. To be fair, the dog wasn't really getting any attention, and so he gave the dog. Oh, attention. you have shitty friends. Oh, the yeah. dog's not getting attention yeah. at a party. Everyone was like already there for a while. He was super mm. excited to see her. She's like small and tiny. She is a sucker for attention, and he She's gave it dog. to her. She's a dog. What She's kind of dog. dog is she? She is a uh, poodle terrier mix. We rescued Ooh, her. So I don't she's know. Smart. She's pretty smart, actually. And she digs at your she, cabinets, is what you're telling uh, me. A little, she knows this. She can hear the cheese drawer open in the refrigerator from, from anywhere in the house. It's amazing. God, dogs it's, are the best. They are. She's the best. What kind? What kind of cheese you got in your cheese drawer? Uh, mostly string. And, yeah, you have a child. Uh, yeah, yeah, string cheese is a big child thing. Yes, American, and once in a while we'll like splurge on something like. What just are your go- favorite like fancy ones? Because I have a lot of opinions on it. Um, <laughs> is brie too basic of an answer? That's a pretty basic Hell answer, no. right? No, okay. that's good. like the the my wife is a cheese. Uh, what's what's a cheese? What's what's a cheese sommelier? What's a a cheese monger? Monger, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a former cheese monger. Really? Yeah. I was trying to go with a, a cheese impresario in my brain, like uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like Charles Entertainment Cheese, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, yes, the great Charles. Yo, <laughs> did you know this is not exactly... Okay, it is actually. Uh, you know the Rockfire Explosion? Yes. The yes, band? Absolutely. Uh, two quick things. One, 
the guy that owned a full rock fire explosion lived in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And when Chikara went to Orlando in 2013, I don't know who initiated the conversation, but there was a brief flirtation with having them perform an intermission at a Chikara <gasps> show. And I was like, what? That is incredible. Turns out it is too heavy and cumbersome <laughs> and like, like uh, logistically impossible to make them be in the ring. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah so I it feel didn't like happen. that would cost, like, rings are already really expensive yes. to insure. Yes, and, like, to set that up quick at intermission, it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So, oh, I, but what a beautiful it, it fell dream. Through. Oh, God, what a beautiful dream. <laughs> Two great tastes that taste great together. Uh, maybe the same guy took his fully working Rockfire Explosion, and there is now a arcade bar in Kansas City that just opened that the Rockfire Explosion performs at while you play Tetris <gasps> and drink beer. Oh, my God. So, like, right? Have you been there? No, I've never been to Kansas Why City. Why are they having all in at Kansas City? Right? So, I have... <laughs> This, I'm trying to go to all 50 states and all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums, and one of the five stadiums I have to go to is in Kansas City. So I already was like, I'm, uh, eventually, I'm gonna, eventually I'm going to go to Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to wait until your kid is like a little older to make it like a big It's a lot easier thing? to go without him. <laughs> that was the follow-up. Uh, or more, do you want to get yeah, drunk there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, I kind of do like these weird solo dad trips, or I just like, You're a dad. I have like miles wherever. Like I went to Detroit for the day and went to a baseball game and ate a bunch of like gross hot dogs, and then and, like stayed in a crummy hotel and flew home and uh, after New Orleans I like l forced a layover in Houston so I go to a game and then go home from Houston uh, so like it's these really quick trips but Kansas City is already on the list uh, I don't know if you guys are meat eaters uh, but we are barbecue yes. in Kansas City is supposed to be amazing yes uh, so I have that. three reasons to go there and St. Louis and Kansas City are kind of a split trip what's so. your favorite style of barbecue Ooh, um, like straight up Texas, like gas station, like okay. brisket, like high like, five. High five. I lived in Austin for seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my shit. Uh, what's the the uh, Rudy's? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the gas station one. Whenever, the classic, yeah, yep. chain gas station. Whenever truck stop we barbecue. would go to, there's a promotion called Inspire Pro in Austin that would bring a bunch of Chikara guys down every year, myself included for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but I, you're a famous whatever. restaurant. That's I got to go to Austin. Of Chikara. I got, Give yourself credit. I got to go, thank you. I got to go to Austin, <laughs> and we'd go right from the airport to Rudy's and have barbecue on the way to the venue nice. or the hotel or whatever. It was awesome. It was great. It was amazing. <laughs> that's so, my favorite. That's my favorite. I still think about the barbecue we got in New Orleans. Oh, it was surprisingly cool. really, really good. It was I dropped a place. the ball, man. I, w I was like, I felt like encumbered, but I didn't have a car, so I was like, I had to, like, what was near the hotel or what was near the venue? Like, Where I we done were much staying, better. we were in walking distance. Okay. Yeah, it was like in the Bywater. We were staying with friends of mine, so we were in like a okay. fun neighborhood. So you were like, you didn't do any fun stuff in New Orleans? I did. The last day I got to, I did seven shows in four. 50 hours or something. I did three on Thursday. I did the, uh, the the Matt Riddle No Ropes one. Then I went to WrestleCon and then I had to leave the intermission before the Golden Lovers wrestled. I didn't, I, I had to like take myself out of the pool of refereeing for them because I had to leave early because I had to go to Beyond at midnight. And then on Friday, I had a little downtime Friday during the day and then I did a Revolution Pro show. When was Shimmer? Shimmer was Saturday. I think so, yeah. Yeah, was Shimmer was Saturday. Was it the Midday Rev Pro one? Yeah, it was yeah, like four o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking outside at the at the yeah. sugar mill. Yep, yeah, yeah. And uh, then Saturday was Shimmer and uh, something else. Saturday, whatever, Damn. doesn't matter. Saturday was done, so the, it was I was done at like six o'clock, and I didn't have to be anywhere like for the rest of the day. So yeah. it was like go to NXT or like actually go out. So I went to Lafitte's back blacksmith shop, mm -hmm. which is my favorite Ooh. bar on Bourbon Street, with like a bunch of the dudes. Uh, Orange Cassie was there, Hot Sauce was there. Zach Saber Jr. bought me a drink, and I was like, I'll take this as a win. He was, <laughs> I think, I think he was already a couple in, and he was like, Hey, man, what do you want? And I was like, I have heard He's like, What are you having? He's great. He's I've great. heard several stories, I think, from people who were at that event who were like, Zach bought me a drink and wandered away. Great. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I also, that the night before, at 3.30 in the morning, at the end of spring break, I took the maybe the greatest photograph I've ever taken was Nick Gage, Zach Sabre, and Orange Cassidy cheersing Miller Lights. I have seen that photo. I took that picture. It's I took beautiful. That. that is my, that is my, my Ansel Adams. That's my, that's a, <laughs> hang my hat on that. That's the peak of my photographic career. Thank take you with for- with my iPhone success. <laughs> Thank you for contributing that to my the pleasure. culture. My yes. pleasure. I yeah. do I can. I do what I can. <laughs> yeah. It was it was just this perfect like WrestleMania weekend moment in time at two fifty five AM or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, um, that we didn't get out of there until we didn't get in bed till six AM. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Because we stayed through to the end with uh, Sasuke singing Bon Jovi. Do, do, do you know that I am partially responsible for that? 
May I tell you a story? Yes. Okay. Oh, you're on this show for a reason. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, you're allowed to no, talk no, about you talk, wrestling talk around a little me, talk bit. Around me. In 2011, uh, the great Sasuke came to King of Trios. At okay. Chikara. Wow, he this is a with, long time in the making. Yes. We're going he, back to t- 2011. He, he teamed with Dick Togo and Jinsei Shinsaki, who was Hakushi, who was on the show tonight. Yeah. Crazy full circle. That's uh, a great trio. So That's we all would go to this crappy karaoke bar at the end of South Street in Philly because I used to I lived in a crappy crappy apartment on South Street which when I moved out Dustin took my room <laughs> because I moved in with my girlfriend who was then my fiance who's now my wife who now is the mother of my child this is eight years ago I moved out of this crap, crappy gross apartment while we lived there we used to go to this so karaoke you're telling me it'll, it's only going to take me like eight years to get my shit together uh, no, no, <laughs> define shit together <laughs> let's be honest here where am I on a Friday? I'm, I'm in Queens and my, my son's in the car. In the heat. No, no, hot car, baby. That's such a hot car. Clap, 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 clap. Uh, it, you can start any chant. It's, it's, anyhow, anyhow. So we used to go to this place called Downey's. Uh, a famous Downey story is, uh, before he was known as Dalton Castle, uh, was, I'm going to say, numerous drinks deep and uh, punched a hole in the wall. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, like out of out of uh, excitement, yeah, just jubilation. That sounds this like this was him. a karaoke bar, and the karaoke, the KJ. Can we say that? Karaoke? Yeah, we can say that. Uh, we know was, some KJs who looked like Alan Alda. And oh was my God, I love very this place. Easily bribable, very easily bribable. <laughs> That's and because a good KJ. we were the ones that would come in, it would be like, oh, those are like they knew that I was the guy that lived down the street, and I was the guy that brought. It started as like 10, 15, but then later when the fans clipped onto it this King of Trees weekend probably a hundred people came down East because yeah. of like our connection to it and going there so anytime there'd be a Chikara show in Philly we'd go there after the show on a Saturday night King of Trios was like all these fans were in town this big deal and the great Sasuke's like I don't want to say handler because that sounds condescending but like his like translator, translator. yeah 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 uh, a woman Shiori that works for Kaiju I don't know if you know her she's great she was helping out for the weekend and she's like uh, Sasuke wants to go out tonight where are you guys going and I was like well <laughs> Does he care if it's like a dive bar? And she's like, no, he just wants to go out and drink. Okay, here's where we're going. So we told her to take the great Sasuke to Downey's, which is at the end of South Street, which is this growth. It was on on Bar Rescue, and it has since been condemned. It's closed. It's not up anymore. It's like the signs are there, the windows there, but it's like. Beautiful story. That's like, anytime you see that, that's like a perfect bar. What, a bar rescue bar? No, a bar rescue bar that's been shut down. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, like, it rebounded very briefly, but like everyone yeah. knew not to eat there. You would eat up the street at the Pete's Place or the Cheesesteak Place. Never eat at Downey's. So Great Sasuke's there. Uh, it's totally packed. It's crazy. And uh, we look over, and the Great Sasuke's just kind of leaning against the wall, and there's a line of Miller Lights, like 12, 10, 12, <laughs> not, not exaggerating, 10 or 12. And we're like, whoa, is that all him? And Shiori, his translator, said, that is why he's called the Great Sasuke. And we're like, oh, cool. So he's like keeping it over himself, watching all of his idiots get drunk and sing Bon Jovi. Sipping his uh, dozen Miller right, Lights. Right. I'm, I'm doing the, uh, where I, we do a, a Time of Your Life Dirty Dancing. Okay. And I would run across. I would post, and Dustin would pick me up and spin me around the bar. Like, Aww. that was just the thing that we knew how to do at this point. We, we didn't even talk to each other. I would no, sing. karaoke spot. Right. I got it. it. Yeah. Two karaoke spots. That and Bon Jovi. He would, I would be singing Bon Jovi, and when it, the guitar solo would come up he would just kind of meander into the, the shot and just stand there and I just like put the guitar and you just start doing the guitar solo <laughs> we like we haven't done it in years but I'm sure if like he was here and we were singing karaoke he would he would know the spot he would, um, just, he would just do it we're doing karaoke after it yeah oh, are you? if you want to come, oh, no. come if you want to have to go to Operate Citizens Brigade tonight if you want right. to tell anybody who's on the okay. show okay where to go that sounds good that yeah. sounds good if Jinsei Suzaki wants to oh, come oh do God, karaoke he seems less likely <laughs> yeah he oh he's also wearing serious. his mask of course he's also the great Sasuke's wearing his mask yeah of course he's he public. was elected to like parliament or Japanese he was, yep. without wearing his mask like so guarantee he was wearing this somebody mask. I remember I read a rumor once that somebody saw him on the train without his mask <gasps> and tried to take a photo and he just like punched him Good. yeah oh that was not a rumor I think he like, was in trouble like I yeah. think he, that happened and he was like in I didn't want to like say it with like <laughs> conviction if it wasn't 100% right. you know? interesting interesting yeah so he's, so he's in the mask he, he's in the mask watching all of his idiots get drunk and sing Salt and pepper in my case, Bon Jovi, whatever it is. And uh, Shuri comes over, he's like, he, he wants to sing. And we're like, what? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so uh, it's like 1.30 in the morning. The line to sing is, you know, there's way more people in line than before the bar closed. Oh, also, Downey's used to cl- st- stay open until 2.30 or 2.45. Last call supposed to be, bar is supposed to close at 2 in Philly. I don't know if they knew a cop or what. They were the only bar on South Street that was able to stay That's open. Past they knew a cop. It was amazing. I missed they knew this a cop. bar totally I've never been there. It was, it, it, 
I, I miss it, but don't all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it probably took years off your life. It probably took years off my life. It was <laughs> nice because we could always just walk home. We were all being safe. They were, we'd like crash, you know, like 12, 14 deep in our crappy South Street apartment. Hell yeah. Uh, and we, he realized he wanted to sing. We go to the DJ and he's like, no way, man. And we're like, all right. Look at him. <laughs> this guy in the mask wants to sing. And he's like giving us the look saying like, change my mind. So all the wrestling guys all chip in a couple bucks. There's an undisclosed wad of money. Um, <laughs> I, I think of it as crumpled. Yes, there's no, no, like, there's definitely cu- there's definitely crumpled dollars. Some yeah. was thrown. Some was thrown. Uh, um, loud and noxious, also known as Gavin Loudspeaker. He was like the MC for Chikara for a while. He was a big. He also he used to host karaoke at the Trash Bar in Brooklyn. Oh, so he was a karaoke wow. impresario. He knew the deal. He's yeah. like, we got a bribe. This is what we do. And he, he he. Yeah, that's that's. He shepherded this. That's how this, you do this. This this wet crumbly sweaty wad of money went somewhere <laughs> and next thing you know great sasuke is next but no one decided no one asked him what he wanted to sing oh, so no. he gets up there and alan alda's like what's the deal and there, a brief conversation a brief conversation between the great sasuke and alan alda goes through there's some whispering and we're like what's this gonna be and it comes up on the screen it's my life by bon jovi <laughs> and he knew every word and he didn't look at the screen once that's amazing and it's this beautiful this it's on youtube this was like 2011, so it's like, people started like, I should get my phone out and do something about this. So there's a video of him singing, probably me in the background, holding a Miller Lite, uh, singing at Downey's, and this became like this weird underground indie wrestling folklore. Uh, and Joey Janela is a huge indie nerd. Like, yeah. of the generation <laughs> before him, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's... He has all those great, like, Mark pictures of right. him with like a little, yeah. as a little kid no, with all these there, people. There's, he posted one of him and Kevin Steen from this week that I was in the background of, and I was like, oh my God. I saw that, yeah. He's so old, so weird. Uh, like, 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 re, like, young, pimply-faced Kevin Steen, you know? Like, well, I'm, I'm being real. And uh, <laughs> so, Joey Janela, like, somehow this got connected he was a fan of this video that's on youtube i guess and uh there we were in new orleans in april three in the morning me orange casty and hot sauce tracy williams standing in a row we're, it, we all three of us were together in downies that night we're standing by the merch table and we're looking and there's 500 people singing along and the great sasuke and junior are singing in the ring and they're toasting miller lights i think because that was what they were holding in the video whatever but we were like huh we kind of did this. Like yeah. this is, this yeah. is kind of our legacy. That's weird. That's, that's a beautiful that's story. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. It's I want a great to, legacy. Uh, make I, it on my headstone, please. Make it say, "Here lies Bryce. He had a part in this beautiful moment." <laughs> the headstone is a link to a medium article. <laughs> <laughs> the oral history of the great Sasuke singing Bon Jovi. A, 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 a weird mat, like a, a, a renegade mask of the great Sasuke, just laying on the. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's a that's that's and uh, so part of that is like Joey Janelle is just like. Uh, I don't know if this makes me feel old or what, but he was like a fan of those old, that old indie generation, which I was a part of because I've been doing this for 16 years. So like I got to do spring break one in my bathing suit and I got to do spring break two <laughs> in like beads and a dumb mask. And like, yeah. here I am tonight doing this. And like, these are super fun. Like, yeah. obviously, obviously Even they're super if fun. I didn't have those Mark photos or that knowledge. It's just so clear that Joey is an old school indie mm-hmm. fan. And just yeah. in like the way he books and like no. the way I've said this before, it's just, he seems to have a real like inherent knowledge of like, this is what is good for performers. And this is like what audiences mm-hmm. lose their minds for. Yep. Yep. Totally. And the, 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 the vignettes that Giancarlo does, like they're so good. Those can't be under so good. how important they are cannot be understated. Like how those they're, they're always like long enough to fit in a tweet, which I think is 140 seconds is how long of a video you can put in a tweet. Like they're really yeah. smart about that. Like that it, it just gets people talking, it makes you want to watch, it, and it's to the point where he puts something up, you're like, What's this gonna be? Yeah. So like I The Weedus lead up has been like yo, a wonderful time. I keep I keep forgetting about Weedus and then remembering Weedus and like laughing so much. <laughs> We haven't, so I... Do you know Spider Nate Webb? Are you familiar with his back, his work, his catalog? He, he? he? He is wrestling MJF tonight. Okay. He has come up out to that song. Yeah, well, he was at since, Spring Break too, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, 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 he took like eight or ten years off, yeah. but he used to wrestle, he's from Indianapolis, he used to wrestle for IDB Mid-South, uh, he would come out to that song and... 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, I don't... And I it think, wasn't ironic at the no, time. No, the, no, the, yeah. No, so like... He, there's a very organic connection to Weedus. This is not just like pulled out of nowhere. Like there's a reason so that this Weedus. Have you met them before? I don't know. That's a good question. So, oh god, then that's gonna be. Beautiful. I think they've like they've like uh, social media buddies. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I okay. don't know if they've met in person. I didn't realize uh, that he was fighting MJF, and now that makes it so much funnier. Yeah. All of that shit. Oh with, yeah. Like 
MJF being tormented by weed. Right. And fun fact, MJF was probably six when that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's he's definitely younger than us. He's like 22. He's like 22, 23. He's a baby. Oh, Oh, boy. Yeah. 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 So uh, fun Uh. fact also. I don't know what anybody from Weedis looks like, so I'm just gonna be nice to everyone tonight. Uh, Rachel's friends with one of them. Whoa. Yeah, we're friends with a couple of them. Um, friends Nate. with Mark Hoppus, I learned earlier this week on a on an other on another podcast. I don't say friends. We are friendly acquaintances. Okay, okay. okay. I don't want to like run my mouth too hard. Was Excalibur here, or was he virtually? He at... was on Skype. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, if Excalibur, he's is, the man. By the way. Ever... He's what the man. Peach. What a great guy. I see him once a year. He used to live in Philadelphia, and we used to like be like. Did every friend? wrestler used to live in Philadelphia at one point? What's that? All of you are from Philadelphia. Yeah. He's not. He's from Detroit. Yeah, uh, lived but in you Philly, all lived, lived there. Yes. All yes. of your personas were born in Philadelphia. In, in the uh, oh, pizza's here finally. Sorry about that. Uh, Yo, Little had... Caesars, guys. Am I right? Hey. I know they delivered. The idea that we would order Little Caesars <laughs> right? is funny and insulting, uh, and I like it. A, 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 a two-way connection. One about Detroit, because we were just talking about Detroit. And Detroit-style one... pizza, best kind, in my really good. honest wait, opinion. Wait for this, then. <laughs> and about my going to baseball games by myself. I was, a couple months ago in Detroit, uh, Little Caesars is made in Detroit. It's from Detroit. And mm-hmm. at games, at Tigers games, they sell a slice of Little Caesars pizza for $6.25. <laughs> An eighth of a pizza for six dollars and twenty-five cents. An eighth of a five-dollar pizza. An eighth of a five-dollar pizza. That's not even that good. This is the five-dollar hot and ready place. That's hot and ready. Hot and ready. Did you like it when you were kids, but hate it as an adult? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Do I love. Do that. I wonder if they still sell like the pizza kits for fundraisers because they used to do oh, those all the time. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. Yeah, they definitely do. I've the seen the breadsticks are great. So my opinion on like. Little Caesars and Domino's and Pizza Hut and all that is that it's not pizza. It is bread product. Yep. But like I Papa love... Papa John's too. I lo- yeah. <sighs> Papa John's is my no. Is your really? no. Really? Little Caesars is my no. Papa John's Little Papa Caesar's John's is, is the consistency of the diarrhea uh, pa- it gives you. Papa John's is not actually Papa bad. John's we, when my, when my like grandma was like... the pepper. Yeah. Like and the, and the sauce and the thing. Yeah. When my grandma was alive, we used to have Papa John's all the time at her house for her birthday because she had a crush on him. She thought he was handsome. <laughs> this is... This is he, this is many years ago. I, I know can Papa so John. I imagine just like an old lady used to say, She said, she said he could, he could leave his, oh no, no. Th- th- she said this about Frank Sinatra. She said he had the morals of an alley cat, but he could leave his boots under my bed anytime. <laughs> That's what she said about Frank Sinatra. My grandma was the best. That, uh, I am wow. so glad that she passed away before Papa John fell into, fell, well, before we learned who Papa John really was. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would not want to have to de- deal with her. I would not have to. Yeah, the morals she, lo- she used to watch cat? wrestling. She used to watch Raw because, who were her well, guys. F- initially, she thought she was looking for me, I think. And Aww. I had to explain. Right. I was, That's not what I do. So she's like, okay, well, then I have some questions. <laughs> <laughs> and it was usually like, um, I like, I think I understand how it works, but it seems like those guys are really mad at those other guys. It was a lot of that type stuff. <laughs> like, like were the, her the, favorite the, guys? The, uh, she, liked, uh, she liked Eric Bischoff. She always thought he got a bad rap. <laughs> that this, makes sense that someone who likes Papa John right, also right. like Eric yep. Bischoff. This was like yeah. the era when he was the general manager of Raw, like yep. 2003 or four or whatever. When I started refereeing, she'd be like, uh, I think uh, he seems like he gets a bad rap. Uh, she used to think like the, the anybody with face paint, she did not. She's like, why do they do that? What's the point of that? I don't care for that. <laughs> so like if you That's hear. sort of like a grandma like seeing a girl with too much makeup and being like, you're so pretty. Yeah, what are yeah. you doing? Show off your natural What are you face? doing, Road Warriors? What are you doing? <laughs> that is, that is a You know, Cabana's like, Cabana's mom. What are you doing, Road Warriors? right. Really, what, what are we doing with our lives, Road Warriors? <laughs> What's with the spikes? So when Cabana's mom comes on at the end, I always like smile at his new podcast. She like watches a wrestling thing and talks about like at current day. It's very adorable and it makes me think of my grandmother. Uh, anyway, Excalibur is the man. He's, He's from Detroit. Wonderful. Used to live in Philly. There was a, a time where indie wrestling, the epicenter was Philly. Yeah. yeah. Like mid 2000s. And he moved, I guess, to be closer to that. He was around and he lived in New York for a while. Uh, I stayed at his place in San Diego once. I went out for Battle of Los Angeles a couple times. Nice. I'm trying to keep Jerry's tail away from our guest who is it's allergic okay. to cats. It's okay. He's it's kind of endearing. <laughs> flipping he on He does him. it all the time. What's like, Jerry tipping the scales at nowadays? Do we talk about that? Or we don't want to shame him? We don't want to catch shame him? Listen, it's <laughs> on not the air? shaming shame to him. list a fact. Okay. Our guest is around 20, maybe 25. He's dense. I think he's probably he's, 25. He's so big. He's so big and he's so beautiful. Is he older? I keep trying to like push him away no. from you. It's and fine. He's, Don't worry about it. He's, he's like three. Immovable. It's really fine. He's this, three? this leather couch is my friend. It won't, it won't <laughs> absorb the... Uh, he's three, really? He's three, yeah. Wow, he's, he's got like the... Uh, he's a big boy. 
But he's also got like kind of like the 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 codger, the old codgerness about him a little bit. I think bit. it's just the gut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like a stately fat guy though. Yeah. Like yeah. This is, is a video podcast, right? <laughs> Am I clear? The thing is, those are all cameras. To this show knows what Jerry looks. Like. Oh, okay. He okay. Posts okay. A lot of Jerry pictures. Okay. He posts a lot of Jerry pictures. Jerry is moving on Monday. Oh no! I'm really sad about. Where him. to? Uh, it with his father. Another podcast. Another podcast. <laughs> he's um, going to stay with the. Uh, um, uh, I don't know. He, uh, I will miss Jerry very much, and I love Jerry very much. So, Aww. my heart. He's this, like, is this Jerry's ru- last recording? As he ruins your blinds. He's right been now. ruining them for like a year. <laughs> his I father? I think this may be his Jerry's cat, last recording. His cat father? His cat father. Oh, man. Yeah, moving. It's sad. Uh, but, you know. What, what, what are we going to do about this, guys? Huh? We got a couple days. Let's let's hatch a plan. You're not the first person to suggest stealing Jerry. Uh, and or I him just, going like, missing. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, no, we Yo, got that's out. real. That, like, like, like pet divorce is real. Yeah. I, I have a I have a very spited friend in Lancaster who's broke up with his girlfriend and like it was fairly understood they had split custody and like it went to like police and stuff. Is he moving far away? Will you see him ever? Uh, I'll probably see him again. Okay. I just like I don't want to put pressure on someone who's moving to be like, hey, you know, I know you're packing up your whole life. I yeah. just want to make this about me for a moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when am I gonna see your cat? Like, I don't, so that's not, that's not Thursday's good. good. <laughs> oh, you gonna bring him by? Yeah, when, uh, is, when is our visitation? We yeah. need him to come back for podcast recordings. I so we really can do. Have diversions. Like, if we ever get Dalton Castle on the show, I need him to be holding Jerry because he has oh. so much cat content on his Instagram. Yeah, he he's has a, a he's good a cat Instagram guy. For yeah, cats. he's a good cat guy. Yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler Instagram? Ooh. That's my question. Oh, Orange Cassidy. Mm. Orange Cassidy's my favorite wrestler. Everything. He's my favorite wrestler. He has my favorite matches. Like. I would be like, do you want to watch Okada and Omega 70 minutes from the Tokyo Dome? (laughs) Or do you want to watch Orange Cassidy wrestle for 70 minutes? The answer is always watch Orange Cassidy. For 70 minutes? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Long form Orange Cassidy seems like it would be. It's like long form drill. Yep. Yeah. Or I'll watch watch a 10 minute match seven times. (laughs) That'd be fine. That'd be fine, too. Everything he touches turns to gold. Putting him in funny situations is funny to me. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched the old, like, Chuck Taylor 24-7 Instagram. Yeah, I miss that. I miss that, too. Yeah, Instagram, I I have it open up on desktop all the time. It's bookmarked. If I want to be, like, get put put in a good mood. I don't know why those stop. They're not hard to make, right? Like, they're 15 seconds. (laughs) I I had to bring my referee to a miniature golf course once so he could film one, so. We. (laughs) You're committed. So, like, that one that's For the art, for the craft. That's very jackass to have to bring a ref shirt to a mini golf course. Mm-hmm. To like, that's one of those reasons of like dropping projects that were easy is like why I feel very connected to Dustin sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, hey, this is easy. I got depression. Nope. S- speaking of headstone inscriptions. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this was easy. Gotta go. <laughs> nope. Oh, time for this. I gotta oh, play uh, Fortnite or whatever. <laughs> I do want to VR say or about uh, Orange Cassidy has a very good Instagram. He posted for Lost New York. He's in a ladder match tonight, which is going to be so <laughs> hilarious. Funny. Are you refing that? Do you I know? hope so. I don't know yet, but I hope so. Do you not find out like till you get there? Uh, usually, we've unless there's like a special assignment, we like in bigger promotions, the bosses will do it for you. Mm. Like I just referee for MLW a couple weeks ago, and yeah. I got there and I was like already like typed out a sign. I was like, okay, that's what I'm doing. That's cool. Good. Yeah, I didn't learn until recently that like refs have a way more integral role. That you're basically like the onstage stage manager who mm. has to be part of the show, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, like in bigger like tonight, I won't be wearing an earpiece. Yeah. But like in any kind of like where time is an issue, that's the main thing. Yeah, uh, like. TV production for MLW, obviously, like, they want to be able to talk to the wrestlers. So, like, that's how they do that. They tell the referee what to say. The referee tells them what to say. And, like, time cues are the big thing. Like, two minutes left, one minute left. If, if, a, if a match is supposed to be eight minutes long. So you're kind of a stage manager. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just keeping it, keeping it along. But tonight it'll be, like, whatever. They don't care. Unless yeah. there's, like, unless there's like a curfew on the building or something. It's, but, a, it's yeah. a Janela show. Yeah. I yeah. Think, I, in fact, I uh, it starts at eight, and I'm supposed to be at the UCB Theater at midnight. I'm like, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> are you doing Ask Hat or what are you doing? I'm UCB? doing uh, UCBW, UCBW. Right? Yep, yep, yep. They had their they broke off into two, which I didn't realize until recently. Uh, it's now XSW at the Pit, mm-hmm. which is the scene of one of my greatest comedy triumphs. Uh, I did sketch comedy at the Pit Theater in 2008. There were four people in the audience, and I brought three of them. Hell yeah! Isn't comedy the best? Isn't the comedy it's so fulfilling? <laughs> we gotta go to New York so we it's, can make it. It's so, so fulfilling. It'll be like this big thing for Philly groups to come up and do sketch in New York. And then when it was over, the person that had booked the show, which I think was another Philly guy, was like, "So it was one fifty for the room, and you guys owe us seventy bucks." And we were, <laughs> and we were like, "What?" 
<laughs> and we just left. We just left. No, no. Just get the car and go no. home. It's ridiculous. No. So I think we probably came up here like three or four times. We did the pit. We did. <laughs> What's your sketch group called? Secret Pants. Classic. That, that sounds like a clutch group name. <laughs> sounds like a great idea when you're a sophomore in college. Yeah. That is a college sketch group if I've ever heard What's of it. What's it mean? I don't know. What's that? Where'd you go to college? Temple. Temple, Temple University. Okay. Uh, so we had like a sketch writing class, uh, sophomore or junior year, and then it was over and it's like, oh, we like each other. We should keep doing this. And it's were like, you? I got a funny friend. I got a funny friend. And we started meeting and there were like 18 or 20 people. And we're like, this is completely unmanageable. And then <laughs> That's every, a uh, theater troupe at that point. Yeah. And then everybody quit and then we're like seven of us. We're like, okay, we can do this list seven of us. So were you wrestling? first or were you doing comedy first i was refereeing first i started refereeing in 2002 when i was a freshman in college uh i definitely would make my classes junior and senior year like try to be tuesday wednesday thursday so i could go to wrestling on friday Mm -hmm. and then miss month like be like sleep all day monday so i could be like so my dad this is in the days when my parents were still paying my cell phone bills it would show that i was in like louisville kentucky or indianapolis indiana on a wednesday because of where i was calling from like he yeah. would see that on the bill he's like what's going on are you trafficking <laughs> and i was like well i'm maybe not going to class <laughs> and it was kind of like well maybe if we're paying for this but okay so i was supposed to um there's this guy called ian rotten you guys know who ian rotten is i do yeah he's a promoter from the midwest uh, and uh, he said, you know, Terry Funk's going to be here. I really like you to be in the ring with Terry Funk. I want you to reference Terry Funk. And he, and he like sold me. And I was like, we okay, love man. Terry Funk. We love I'm going, Terry I'm Funk. I'm going to Chicago on a Sunday. Let's go ref for Terry Funk. And my finals were the next day. It was December. And we got snowed out. And I missed my final exam. Because oh, no. I was refereeing for Terry Funk because Ian Rotten sweet talked me. And I like got my buddy to, I got to retake it somehow. I don't, I don't remember what happened. But there was you a You were du- like. I'm sorry, Professor Terry Funk. There was a dude in my class that was a wrestler. He was an indie wrestler. And he was like, I this get again it. speaks to how everyone in Philadelphia yeah. is a wrestler. Yeah, like totally. There was another one in your he's class. Like, he's, like, he's like, I got you. I don't know what he said to the professor, but he made something up. That's amazing. And he covered for me, and I got to take the final later. It was awesome. And That's I got awesome. to referee for Terry Funk, which was yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah. you you reffed, like you started refing. Did you ever wrestle? No. I mean, I learned how in training. Right. But I was. Did uh, you train at Chikara? I did train at Chikara. Okay. Uh, Reckless Youth and Mike Quackenbush trained me, and I was like, um, still am uh, a scaredy wimp boy. So like, I, like watch wrestling. Oh, wrestling's fun. And like, wait a second, I don't want to get dropped in my head. I don't want to. And it was also when ECW closed, so there was like all these stories about like Sandman can't remember his kids' names, and I can't. Yeah. And it hurts to walk upstairs. I was like, oh god, I don't. I'll just count. Like I will strive to count. I don't want that. I realize not all wrestling is like that. And like. I'm 5'5", five five, and that's changed greatly, but there was a stigma against, like, there yeah, was only one sure. Rey Mysterio back then. Uh, one <laughs> Dean Malenko was, like, 5'7", but I was like, I'm going to be scaredy wimp boy. I'm going to referee. Hell yeah. Uh, so I've gotten to, you know, go to all these places and countries and see all these, make all these friends, and I've never been, I've, like, maybe been dropped in my head once. I got a concussion once, I'm pretty sure. That's usually one And it was an accident. It was totally an accident. I like that you're anticipating our standard questions now of how <laughs> yep. many concussions well, yeah. have you had. Uh, it, I got a black eye my first year. I was, like, I got pulled in the way of a clothesline. It was an accident. Yeah. But I got a black eye, and I got, like, my bell rung a little bit, but it was, I didn't, I was 19. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, 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 it is. Uh, but, like, occasionally someone will be like, and I want to bump you like this. And I'm like, no, what if we bump me like this? <laughs> like, like I think we can tell the same story where I land on my back and not my head, you know? Yeah. Like, so, and not to be lame, but like when you have a kid, your, your perspectives change a little bit. That's like, not, right, right. That's not so like, lame or yes. like normal. I'm sure or, that you've yeah. had discussions with independent wrestlers about like driving through the night and sleeping on floors and sleeping in cars. So like now it's kind of like, I also have a grown-up job, which, you know, wrestling refereeing does not pay the mortgage at my house. Believe what? it or not. Shocking. What? So it's like, I'll just drive, like, like tonight, for example, I will leave the UCB theater at one in the morning, and I could go get a hotel, or sleep on someone's floor, or go out drinking till four in the morning, or... I could be like, you know what? I'm gonna get a monster, and I'm gonna drive home, and I'm gonna sleep in my bed and wake up and be there, like, in my, in my house, in my bed tomorrow morning. With my wife and my child. With my wife and my child. Yeah. It's like... It's not the most smart thing. None of this is smart. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent decision. Don't quit your day jobs. None of this is smart. Do not ever, ever, ever put all your eggs in this basket. Uh, That story that Excalibur was telling about Greg not being able to rent a car, and I was just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) He's one of the smarter ones. Like, he's he's on the smarter end. It's fascinating to me to know, like, which people in the industry listen to us at this point. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So, like, they all know and are like, Greg, man, 
come on. I, I watched, <laughs> like, to this day, like, I, I watched the, you guys were at American Runner, right? Yeah. yeah. I watched the Joey Janela David Star match. There two, two guys that I respect and I think that are intelligent. Yeah. And I was watching that match. I was like, child, no. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, so, the, 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 the cinder blocks pile driver. I was like, oh, like, I know those guys know what they're doing. And I know they trust each other. But I'm like, what are you doing to yourselves? <laughs> so at the cinder block pile driver, both Kath and Nate Whoa. had tapped out. And I was there alone, like, nursing a headache from Cheap Bear. And I watched that happen. And I was like, I felt like a little bit of, like, oh. nothing with it. But, like, something bubbled up in my throat. And I was like, oh, I was God, po- like, this is bad. I I was I was moving I was supposed to go and I was I ended up moving that weekend I didn't get to go and I was like I'm kind of glad I wasn't there to see this live and I I messed them both I was, I was like you guys are crazy you're awesome but like please don't ever do that again well like, it's do you Joey- feel like now that you've been doing this for a long time you feel like that sort of like yeah. paternal protectiveness about especially at Chikara there's like it's mm. a training center so there's like dudes that are literally were you know in kindergarten when I started refing and now they're wrestling they're 19 20 years old and it's like that's the type of stuff we talk about. Like, pick <laughs> pick your spots. Sure. Uh, you know. Look, we're not going to say don't exactly. do a pile driver sure. on the cinder block, sure. but like consider right. not doing right. it. Is there a reason for doing the pile driver on the cinder block? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there, there's a lot of that, and and like the the big message that I like, I will talk to students sometimes, and it's like you know this is great. This is a super fun hobby. It's a bonding exercise. It's something. It's a cool story at a party. Um, you m- might make a few bucks. That's great, but like. Do not put all your eggs in this basket. Yeah. Like, have a fo- finish college, <laughs> have a backup plan, have a working car. You know what I mean? That's like, sort of like how Nicki Minaj talks to young fans. Really? Of, like, finish school. Good. Yep. Have yeah. your education. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah, a couple Maybe years ago. For you. That's fine. That's fine. A couple Keep years it. ago, it was like when Superbase was huge and she was getting a lot of, like, children fans. And, like, whenever she went on the Ellen show, it was a new, like, British child sure. rapping that she was like, I love you. Yep. You're so talented. Stay in school. Yep. yep. The, 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 the Finish odds, high school. The Very odds of you, of you making, you becoming a millionaire from this are super small. And it's admittedly even smaller in the world of Chikara because you know, like you're, you're getting a more off the beaten path gimmick. So yeah. to speak. Yeah. So like it's more, it's more niche than even more independent wrestling. Uh, so like their odds of headlining WrestleMania are already smaller. And they right. know that they know they're going in. That's totally understood. What Chikara people are in WWE or have been in? Um, the like, Homegrown train guys are Cesaro mm-hmm. and uh, Drew Gulak, uh, mm-hmm. but like a lot of guys that have like passed through, like uh, Brody Lee, who's now Luke Harper, was in yeah. Chikara for years. Um, El Generico made many many Chikara appearances. One of my all all time favorites. Um, uh, Kevin Steen made many appearances yeah. for uh, many years. Daniel Bryan came a couple times when Daniel Bryan got fired for choking the dude with a tie. His first match back on the Indies was at a Chikara show in Detroit, and all the fans threw ties in the ring because <laughs> he was fresh off of the of like being fired off of TV for that. And he like three weeks later wrestled for Chikara. That was his first indie match. Um, Kevin Steen, the Chikara is a PG atmosphere. Yes, and I was once tasked with um, refereeing all of his matches that weekend, and uh, I was to report back if he used potty mouth during his matches. Oh no, you had to snitch. I didn't. He was good. He was good. Well, I told him before, I said, here's the deal. Yeah. Here, here, here's what's going to happen. So let's be in this together. And he's like, I got it. And there was no potty mouthing and Beautiful. he got paid and I did my job. Oh, was he going to get win. his pay cut if he swore? It, it was, po- it was, it was, it was like a swear jar. You, it, was, Fine. it was intimated that that was a possibility. That, yeah. But uh, it, no problems, no good. issues. No, no potty mouth. I wonder where Kevin Steen is now. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> that one he's time, in the cool dad's club. He's in the cool dad's club. <laughs> one time, like I was doing stand up. I was like a couple years in. I think I was like two years in, and I was I was emceeing a show, mm-hmm. and I like got booked by the club, and I didn't know the headliner, and it was like a week weeknight show, so it was like you know kind of off night, small, and right before, literally right before I go up the owner of the club comes up to me and is like, hey, just so you know, like, you have to be clean. It's like, yeah, it's an MC set. Like, you always yeah. have to be clean MC set. And she was like, no, 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 you can't say damn. Like, oh. you can't. Usually MC set, it's like PG-13. Yeah. She told me right before why, I went why, up, you why, can't say why anything. Is why like, is that? You're taking, you're taking it away from the comedians? Like, yeah. Like, you save the curse words for them? Pretty much. I mean, I think it's the same reason, like, at wrestling, you don't, like, the opening match doesn't have, like, sure. crazy huge sense. spots in yeah. it. It's so that, like... We, we would try to, in our sketches, we would only, we try to be really conscientious about only using the F word once per set. Yeah. Because it's like... It's like the PG-13 rule. Yeah. 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 You I, get your I, one. I, I, uh, the PG-13 rule is, like 
probably for different reasons, but it, for us it was like it has it loses its power. Yeah. Like yeah. if you if you say it twenty times, like okay, big deal, you can say that. Sorry, you're you're telling a story. Sorry. Oh no, that's basically just like it. It's I don't you don't realize like how much especially like for comics like I swear all the time and I know how to do like a clean MC set but no damn like mm. and it was right before I went up so I was just like well I'm gonna do my set and if I forget to substitute a word I'm gonna get in trouble hello everyone <laughs> yeah like I was so weird about it how hello. are you all dang this, doing you <laughs> shemmy with the, with the skateboard yeah exactly hello, okay. fellow children hello children <laughs> Uh, what's, it was very what's stressful. cool, guys? <laughs> I am used to it from many years in Chikara. It's yeah. PG movie rules. It's, you know, to be portrayed so it's friendly for everyone, not just kids, um, you know, of all walks of life. Like, right. try not to offend anyone. Like, indie wrestling, there's so much competition as it is now. Like, if someone brings their kid and they're offended and they leave, like, why would we burn a bridge? Even one tiny little bridge like that. Like, it, it needs to be for everyone. That's, right. That's my opinion. There's so... It, it is like, I... You know, like, because we're so in this and, like, we go to all what's these your, shows. What's your, like, favorites? What's your go-to? Like, what do you, what, what, where do you, do you have, like, a regular stop that you go to shows at? Uh, basically, whatever's nearby, Are you hyped for WrestleMania next year? It's going to be a zoo. Oh, my God. I'm already, go I'm already hearing, like, where everyone's running and so it's going to be chaos. I'm excited I, to find out. This is, like, a really stupid idea that yeah. I shouldn't do, but we do have a backyard. Oh, snap! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get an ambulance all the New York State, uh, the mats around the ring and everything. I, that, that's why I think, to, I think like, everyone's going to Even mentioning it on mic is a dumb idea and probably okay. negates its existence. The address It would have is, to be, like, <laughs> the house show episode of the nanny where she gets in legal trouble for charging at the door like it would be like that. when you said the house show of the nanny i was like thinking about like a non-televised event <laughs> you know the nanny did that tour of house shows <laughs> just working stuff out on the road you I'm know just saying fran town Dres- des moines omaha fran drescher would have been great on the guest host era of raw fran drescher would be an amazing manager yeah i love fran so drescher. she's great in uhf Oh my God, she's so good. Pamela Finkelstein, yeah, she's yeah. so good. Yeah, I love her. I love her. I wish the nanny were streaming. Oh, it's not. It's not. I really? have the DVDs like a psycho. Why is it not streaming? I don't know. I hope they're holding, out for, holding out for that payday. She I wants hope this, so. She I wants feel that like thing back that money, like money truck up. Fellow con like co contracts dispute yeah. or something because it seems like it would be like prime yeah, for. Yeah, and it's just sitting. It's like. Everything about the nanny is perfect for like this sort of like '90s aesthetic mm-hmm. yeah. feminism mm-hmm. that people love now. Do you know how many like fashion editorials would be nanny based? Oh, so have many. you ever seen that? Um, She's a babe. Too. There's that one side by side thing where they compare all of the nannies. The there's a suit that the nanny wears on the show that is in a Solange video that Solange wears. <laughs> nice. And like they did side by sides of like Solange and the nanny and how she's like high fashion now. I mean, she always was, but you get what I'm saying. I wonder yeah, if Solange yeah. went to any wrestling stuff in New Orleans. Is she from there? Or she, she lives. lives uh, she lives kind of near where we're staying in the Bywater. Yeah. One time, uh, she go to PWG. Everyone else goes to PWG. That's here. true. Yeah. She's the hipster one. Okay. She's a cool one. Yeah. yeah she was the cool PWG, one. Right. Yeah. I she mean, she's would. the one who brought Jay Z and Beyonce to a Grizzly Bear show. Really? Yes. <laughs> one time, I was doing stand up in New Orleans, and apparently, while I was on stage. Beyonce and Jay-Z pulled up to the bar, what? looked in, and then were like, nah, and <laughs> kept going. Were you on stage? Do you know? I'm pretty sure I was on stage at that point. Oh, if that's... I was not on stage, I was like, I had just gotten off. We're writing headstones left and right today. <laughs> yeah. like, I that's, that's it. Drove I... Beyonce and Jay-Z out of a bar. No offense to anything else you've ever accomplished, but man, <laughs> man, that's cool. That is cool. I had uh, friends who worked at a cigar shop in New Orleans, so the year that Beyonce... Did cigar the... mongers? Uh, yeah, cigar <laughs> mongers. Uh, the year that Beyonce and Jay-Z were at... At uh, the Super Bowl for uh-huh. the halftime show and stuff, Jay Z came in and like smoked a full cigar there, and he didn't ask them to shut down the store. It, it was just like he he p- kept pulling out like a bag of what might not be yeah. legal. Yeah. Uh, Jay Z smokes weed. Jay Z smokes weed. Oh, I, thought you, I thought you meant quaaludes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled out like a bag of weed, and like my friend Mark had to be like. Hey, uh, Jay, um, you can't do that on the Mr. porch. Z? <laughs> Mr. Z, I regret to inform you. And he was like, why don't you just come inside and we'll lock the doors? And Jay-Z was like, cool. Your friend Mark Hoppus works at a cigar <laughs> <laughs> My friend Mark Hoppus works at Wait, I'm sorry, your friendly acquaintance Mark friendly Hoppus? Acquaintance sorry, Mark Hoppus. sorry. <laughs> Humble they talked brag. about UFOs. Humble brag. <laughs> I regret saying that on mic now. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay. I'm, I just name dropped Beyonce and Jay-Z leaving my comedy show. So, that's you such know. a good name. Who was the super, like, it 
woman that was at PWG that was like super not into it. Like she's just saying, oh, Sofia Vergara. See yeah, pictures? she posted oh, that amazing Instagram. Her is husband was there, Inst- and she's just like sitting there, and like all the pictures, she's just like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. I'm, I'm not saying shit, but is all the photos. Is that the one where she's on Instagram going, yes. I think they are dead? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a UFC fight. No. I didn't realize it was PWG. Yeah. yeah. Who was just her being Reseda is funny to me. Was it? It's a, it's, it's a, like a macho actor dude. Oh, maybe? Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Dick Richie. Yeah. Yeah, um, but Joe Mangan, of course he'd be a wrestling fan because he's a delight in the new Pee Wee or the newer yep. Pee Wee. Yep. That was of disappointing. Of course. disappointing, right? I liked it. The, the, the new movie? The new one, I thought it was a really interesting... I like they leaned into Pee Wee being gay. They totally leaned into light, right? I think Pee Wee, I don't know his real life sexuality right, right. and it's not any of my business. Correct. Uh, but I really liked that it was sort of like this piece on like what it's like to get older even as like a goofy character like Pee Wee how to age how to reconcile oh wow I thought it was really beautiful that's a nice bow on things that was beautiful (laughs) have you watched the Christmas special on Netflix no I haven't yet it's a Christmas Eve tradition I can't recommend it highly enough it is it is basically a um, gay icon parade yeah it's like Charo and Cher and Grace Jones oh my god Uh, it's amazing I highly recommend it it's from 88 and it's on Netflix it's it's, any time of year it's great but especially during the holidays I'm a real goofball and I hadn't realized until we watched uh, the newer Pee-wee that Charlie's mom and Always Sunny is Miss Yvonne for some reason I never put that together you can't just say that like it's nothing I didn't didn't know that I didn't know that I didn't know that thank you okay I'm not really dumb like I truly didn't know that Charlie's really mom. Dumb. Yeah, was none this. of us knew that. No, no. Okay, okay. You, Nate, made me feel like I was like blind. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you never knew that," and I was like, "What? The, come on!" And it's shocking to wow. me that they've never done a peewee thing. On we Always saw. Sunny. Well, he's really weird about what he'll do. He's really uh, elusive about it. Well, Did I see think, a Broadway show when it came. I wanted to so. I bad. was gonna take my sister because we used to watch together. I was like, "I'm gonna surprise her for Christmas." And I looked at it. I was like, "Oh, I am." No, I'm not. I only kind of. I only like my sister that much. It's sort of like entering for the Bruce Springsteen Broadway show lottery. God, I did that every day. So did I. I had to give up. It yeah. was too hard. You have to go and do it? No, you could enter online to okay. try and enter a lottery to buy $70 tickets. Yeah, because That's how so Book expensive. of Mormon was. They would give away... Oh, you have to, you'd have to go. My work in Philly oh. is right by the theater. You, There'd be like... They'd give away two tickets every day at 5.30 if you had to be there for a half hour and be in the lottery. And we like sneak out of our desks and go and wait and we never won. I was like, I'm just going to buy tickets. And eventually... I never tickets. saw Book of Mormon. The last thing I saw was Oh Hello. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was a delight. I, Genuine delight. I thought about that and then I, to talk myself out of spending the money, I convinced myself that it will play the same on Netflix. It mm. honestly... It prob- it's probably not true. Pretty, no, you're, you're pretty close. It's, it's, not like, it's not like a production, like it's not like a theatrical thing that needs to be seen in person. No, yeah, it's the, not a big spectacle. Right, 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 first, right. I was like, it'll be okay we, if I watch it. When we saw it live, like it was one of those things where I was laughing so hard that so much oxygen had left my head that I was in pain. <laughs> yeah. It was so good, but it was... Every inter- night is different, so I was kind of like... Was, that, what I also enough. really liked was that even the, 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 the Netflix version was different. Yeah. And, like, there's a couple things that they do that are different, like the fingy meat line. Yeah. They did not do that live, and, like, Nick Kroll clearly did that to mess with John Mulaney mm-hmm. in the moment, mm-hmm. and I, like, really loved it. Who was the guest when you went? Uh, Chris Pratt. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's cool. Super cool. I, uh, back to Pee Wee. Never yeah. done talking about Pee Wee. Have Never you done. ever seen the thing where he was on uh, WWF? Back in the, the day? When he was on Raw? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is, I want to do a full episode on it's it. It's adorable. To be totally <laughs> so to go back to what you were saying about, I think he's pretty elusive with what he does. I think for a couple years, he probably couldn't afford to be. And okay. now he is afforded that sort of like, I'm yeah. going to do it what I want. He's like a legacy character. Yeah. Can like dip in where I he I feel want. like Pee Wee would have a good run in Chikara. He totally would. Oh, oh, do great gosh. in Chikara. I can't. I, uh. Oh man, I, I'll be done. I'll retire after that's done. I'm done. That, that, that I, would be it. Pee Wee is wonderful. Pee Wee is wonderful. It's uh, um, he's so good. And like the raw episode is one of the funniest things. Like I watched clips from it, and like him and Miz together is such a perfect pairing. And like you can see the joy in all of the Miz's body mm-hmm. that he gets to like be on stage with Pee Wee. Yep. He gets to be in a WWE ring with Pee Wee. Yep. And he gets to like play the character that he wants to play it's did you ever see when Jake the Snake put the snake on like CM Punk or someone and you could tell they were like this yeah. is so cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they were, like they were like, like it's selling it but also like this is so cool I think yeah there's a picture of like I think it's like Dean Ambrose or something and yeah, he's yeah. like he's like on the ground with the snake around him but he's like smiling yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's right. so excited <laughs> yep <laughs> didn't 
snake bite a couple people? The snake bit Macho Man. That was it. Who's my favorite about... wrestler of all time, which is why I know that. Macho you and uh, uh, former guest of the show, Tim Faust, uh, Faust loves Macho Man. And we were driving you to... You know Tim Faust's names because of uh, PWR, Party World Wrestling. Oh, okay. And he's been on this show. Okay. Um, he, We were driving to Beyond in Rhode Island, and he had a tape in his car of Macho Man promos, and it was all just Macho Man promos. Not his rap album? Have you heard his rap album? Oh, I have not. Ooh, I highly recommend it. <laughs> There's one where he calls out Hulk Hogan. Elizabeth. It's called Be a Man Hulk. Uh, Be a Man Hulk, and it's about... And he's challenging Hulk Hogan oh to a fight. Uh, there's an homage to his friend, Mr. Perfect, called The Perfect Friend. Uh, <laughs> oh I, I got an autographed copy of the mall in 2003. He's awesome. He's my favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah. We loved his promo tape. His we, promo tape? And we we listened to it while Rachel and Nate helped me move. It yeah. was a great time. And we just like ruined our voices doing Macho <laughs> Man impressions. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> he's your favorite, huh? He's my favorite. Is yeah. that why you like got into, got into all this? Probably. Partially. Yeah. He like sort of exemplifies that's a word right yeah, exemplifies yeah, it's a word. like all that's crazy about wrestling is is him like mm. crazy ridiculous costumes a funny voice um <laughs> I- incoherent ridiculous promos uh he was good as a baby face he was good as a heel like he could work with anyone he made everybody that like made everybody he like touched was better for him yeah like his promos memorable his matches are memorable just everything about him like he is he is pro wrestling. Like that era when I got in, like, you know, the, your SNL cast is the always your, your favorite SNL cast is when you started watching SNL. Yeah. Like that's yeah. your gateway. Like yeah. that's Macho Man's that for me. Like when I got in, he was the dude in like 90, 91, 92. And like, I've never fully graduated from that. Even, even as I get older, I go back and I'm like, man, he was awesome. Yeah, he rules. <laughs> Him and Ric Flair from WrestleMania 8, which is like the first WrestleMania that I watched as a fan from 92. He's, it's so great. It's so great. The promo before, the match, the promo after, everything about it's amazing. We'll He's, have to watch that one. We yeah. should. We, we have to start diving into like the WrestleMania archives mm. too. Especially just, as you're approaching the, your backyard show. You're, you're, exactly. We need to study up. WrestleMania. happening. Definitely not. Homeland Security. Are you guys, are you guys going to SummerSlam? Uh, we no, we're going to take over. We're going to take over. Yeah. Takeovers are super fun. I went to the one in Philly and it was a blast. If we can like somehow magically get free tickets yeah, to yeah, SummerSlam, yeah. we'll go. But like, we just don't yeah. have the money. Well, yeah, we have to go get drunk for Lost in New York right now. I got to go watch you guys get drunk. Bryce, I'm going to go ahead and say This is a professional. Yeah. He's not going to get drunk. Please come back. I will. I, I would love to. Please come hours back. Conversation. Please come back. Yeah. Hot car, baby. <laughs> <laughs> clap, 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 clap. Little Caesars. Uh, <laughs> we have so many good ones. Thank you so much for having me. It sounds Thank like the new, the new cool, uh, I don't know, the Melrose Ballroom is like going to be the new indie uh the new new york spot which i'm okay with it's kind of a great place for i don't know i'm you guys. really loving not having to go to south brooklyn oh yeah, yeah. is that really far what south brooklyn's like coney island like or no coney not island far, is a little more accessible but like where we had to go for the last evolve show was like where are we going yeah. oh yeah yeah no like laboom and melrose are the best I think. okay, okay. i'm yeah. excited i've never been to laboom melrose is great it like it looks good i will it's also like- say that the show that we went to for evolve at the last one in new york was great it was worth the hike but it was just a venue, yeah. It was just like, wow, I have to walk 25 minutes. This sucks. I'm well, yeah. lazy. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited. It's pretty near here. Uh, so we're going to go get in yeah. a car and, and then go drink $3 beers. <laughs> Life is good. Bryce, where can uh, people see you do Follow your you. thing? Uh, I, am on the, I am not trying to make a go of this anymore. I like to do things that I think are fun, like Joey Janela's Lost in New York, or mm-hmm. things for my friends, like uh, Russell Palooza in Minneapolis. Have you guys heard of that it's basically like band match stand up burlesque band match can like you get me booked on this that sounds great <laughs> it's yeah great. That it's super so fun. fun also it's, just uh, minneapolis is just a cool place minneapolis to be. is a great town uh, yeah. it, it's uh, at first ave which is prince's club where you film <gasps> purple rain yes. so like you see all the stars on the wall and like the pictures in the back and, and then you cry what, with the doves when the doves do yeah. uh, and uh, it's it's really great so that's like a fun thing I get to do a couple times a year go check them out First Wrestling Minneapolis and uh, my home promotion is still and forever will always be Chikara Pro we are in our 19th season uh, it started in 2002 we're still kicking along there's a whole new crop of very talented dudes uh, pretty much based in Philly nowadays but through the magic of the internet you guys have you heard of it? the internet? I think I have you guys have that in New York yeah. here? You have yeah. That in New York yeah we have that we have that um uh, there's this thing called Chikaratopia, which is basically like all the backlog, everything that's ever happened. Chikara is available it's for like eight dollars a month for Neopets. <laughs> it's What's exactly a, like that. What's a Neoped? 
You don't know what a Neopet is? You're not that much older than me. Okay. Like a Tamagotchi? We gotta go. This is the worst thing to come up right at the end of the episode. Come back on this the is, show. We'll okay. talk about Neopets. Come back, guys. <laughs> come back, WrestleMania week. At the Ayo House show. <laughs> but thanks for having me. Chikaratopia. It's like $8 a month. All the great Chikara stuff's there. Tell them Bryce sent you. Chikara. I'm at the Bryce is right because a uh, mean woman had the Bryce is right when I tried to get it. <laughs> she wouldn't give it up. She never tweeted. And then finally, like five years later, she's like, you can have it. And I was like, you know what? I don't want it. Like, I wanted to give her the satisfaction because also I'd already made shirts that said the Bryce is right. And I was like, nah, I'm too, too late. I'm deep in too now. Late, yeah, yeah. You missed the boat. So you can have the Bryce is right. I'll be the Bryce is right. So there. But that's my Twitter handle. I don't always talk about wrestling on there because I don't live and breathe wrestling. But I do sometimes. Sweet. All right. Thanks well, yeah, me. you can find us at uh, patreon.com slash WrestleSplania for all kinds of bonus content. Uh, WrestleSplania at gmail.com. WrestleSplania on Twitter. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. So do we want to start recording just because we're all on it? He's in the time. car. That's okay, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's oh, like 90 degrees. Hot car baby. Hot car baby. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> his middle friend. name. It's hyphenated. It's his, it's Catholic, uh, his, uh, his uh, confirmation name. Hot car oh, baby. he's confirmed really young. Yep, yep, that yep. That child is going to double heaven. Mm-hmm.